Welcome to the third episode of The Finsiders, the podcast that explores the evolution of finance in Africa, hosted by AFIS, Africa Financial Industry Summit, the leading platform that accompanies African finance in its transformation. This series of podcasts aims to democratize the financial challenges of African economies. Dear Finsiders listeners, today we have the privilege of hosting a prominent figure in the African financial scene. We are thrilled to welcome Mr. Ade Ayeyemi, the group CEO of Ecobank Transnational Incorporated. Before we begin our conversation, Mr. Ayeyemi, could you please take a moment to introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Ade Ayeyemi and I'm the group CEO of Ecobank Transnational Incorporated. I live in Lome, Togo, where the head office of Ecobank is. I joined Ecobank 2015 uh, from where I was, uh, before then I was the CEO for Citigroup business across Sub-Saharan Africa. I've been in banking business now for over 35 years. And within that period, I've participated in technology, in strategy, in process engineering, and ultimately, I've devoted myself to creating opportunities uh, for people of African descent uh, to be able to have a better future. Thank you for this very clear answer. Do we speak in terms of cooperation or competition when it comes to fintechs and banks? When we talk about Uh, fintech and uh, banks. Banks is a player in the financial system and the fintechs are also players in the financial system. We should be talking about cooperation or you can call it cooperation, but we're talking about collaboration and cooperation because that is the best way to be able to allow each party to do what they are best at in servicing the clients that we want to deliver services to. In some situations, the fintechs are good at reaching the last mile and they can be flexible to some extent. And the banks are the ones that actually has uh, the, the balance sheet to be able to deliver uh, some of the services that uh, the fintech wants to do. So ultimately, The banks have a critical role to play in the financial system and the fintechs have a critical role to play in the financial system. If each party do what they do best, then we get a better outcome uh, for the customers and for the clients. If each party needs to uh, start creating assets to be able to deliver what the other does, then ultimately the fintechs, what makes them agile Will no longer be there because they will have they also need to create a physical branches that the banks have so in my view the best outcome for society and for customers is cooperation thank you for your valuable input what are relations between ecobank and the fintech industry from our point of view as ecobank We believe we have the responsibility to work with the fintech industry to encourage them to evolve and become a critical player of financial services delivery. If you go way back to five years ago, we actually saw that the fintech 
uh, industry is not as developed as we like it to be. And we wanted to bring younger people into that space. And we created FinTech Challenge. That FinTech Challenge enables people to focus on problem solving and then have ability to test the solution against our system. We created uh, a sandbox that will allow them to test those systems and make sure that it can is fit for purpose. And we, you know, that challenge we run it annually. And we give uh, the, the last one last week, uh, we gave $50,000 to, to the prize winner. But the important thing is not just the, the, the prize winner that we give things to. We also take the last, the people that are the finalists, we make them what we call FinTech Fellows. Those FinTech Fellows have opportunity to work with us for a period of one year, have access to our infrastructure, have access to our technology assets that they can use to develop uh, and expand on the products that make them uh, go to, to the final. As you know, we have banking activity in 34 countries, and therefore it makes it easier for these fintech players to connect to us in one place and very quickly be able to scale uh, to 34 countries. Thank you for these insights. Francophone West Africa is expected to show the fastest growth in financial services by 2025. Will it be dominated by fintechs? I think the way to context the, 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 the answer to this question is not to create a competition between fintechs and the others. Is to be able to say that the, the places that have grown fastest up to now has been the East Africa, our Ghana players, and the Nigeria and the Southern Africa. And, and therefore, the catch-up growth that we will see in Francophone West Africa up to 2025 should be significant because all the core uh, foundation uh, laying uh, processes have been put in place and we expect our Francophone West Africa uh, to grow much faster than the rest uh, of the regions. Now, is it going to be dominated by fintechs? I think it's going to be dominated by providing services to customers that is at the cutting edge. It's going to be dominated by the need of the customer that's going to be at the cutting edge. And my hope and expectation is that every player in that space will step up to be able to meet the expectations of the customers, both the financial service, both the banks, the insurance companies, the fintechs, and everybody will be able to rally together because ultimately, it is when we all work together that the best service is delivered to, to the customer. If fintech is going at 100 kilometers per hour and the banks are going at 50, unfortunately, the customer service will be at the lowest common uh, denominator, which is going to be uh, at 50. So all of us have to sequence our growth our response to the customer uh, demand at the same at the same pace. I will want everybody to, uh, to to step up to the needs of the customer. It's very clear. Thank you. We'll exclude countries that have a hard time catching up with the fintech hubs. Revert to traditional financial services. Challenge of our time is making sure that no country is left behind. The challenge of our time 
it's making sure we can deliver those services across the wire to all our countries and we do not allow barrier to get entrenched. Because where barriers get entrenched, then we will now start having a dichotomy between the growing part of Africa and the retarding part of Africa, and that is not the Africa that we want. The Africa that we want is where every child, irrespective of where they are born, irrespective of the circumstances of birth or circumstances of growing up, have opportunity to be able to aspire to the best of their intellect and the best of what they want to be. And if we take away financial services in a modern form, if we take that away, then we are creating limiting uh, factor for them. And over a generation, the difference will be much larger and it will not become problems that we are solving. We don't want to create problems for the next generation. We want to make sure that everybody move along. And to do that, the current level of technology is actually at the scale that all of those things can happen. If you think about it, irrespective of where you are, from Dakar to Mombasa, okay, and from Cairo to Cape Town, everybody uses the modern day telephone these days. And therefore, we cannot use the excuse of some of the structural limitations and structural barriers as a way of not allowing people to have access to modern day uh, services. We cannot use the excuse of structural barrier that to, to say that the services that are not uh, standard should be acceptable. After all, everybody today, whether they're using WhatsApp or they're using Facebook, they have the same user experience, almost. So we should allow our customers to be able to get those experiences as well. I know it is not easy to say that, but you know, uh, when the things are, are difficult, uh, then we need to make sure that we up our game in, in, in solutioning. If people can go to the moon long time ago, then we cannot give excuse for not being able to deliver financial services to anywhere in Africa. Thank you. Do you have any last words? I think the next set of uh, uh, generation of bankers and the next set of generation of financial services providers needs to start thinking uh, in terms of uh, using technology to deliver financial services in a, at scale to people at the point where they need it, at the price point they can afford and scale that consistently over a large uh, point. We need to get to the point where people don't think about banking or financial services as something, it should be something that just happens to them uh, where they are doing their daily activities. Uh, we shouldn't allow a situation where somebody says, I'm going to a bank. They should just doing banking as part of day-to-day -day activity, which is embedded in the things that they do. When we get there, uh, then the bank just becomes an enabler of growth, enabler of doing business, something that is second nature uh, to almost all of us. And we deliver those services at the price point people can afford at the comfort of their various homes and locations at the instant that they need it. And that is the way we need to get our people 
uh, to get to the cutting edge of modern living. A special thank you to Mr. Ayeyemi for sharing such valuable insights with us today. To all our listeners, we are grateful for your continued support of Finsiders. Join us again soon for our next episode. 